that resume, that resume the law, and they are the first is, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. The second, you shall love the Lord, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. In the Lord's own words, it mentions that the whole lot and the prophets depend on these two commandments. Then, why do we behave as the first commandment was, you shall love yourself with all your heart, soul, and mind? When we act this way, making God second to ourselves, we often do terrible things, such as acting selfishly, violent, greedily, resentful, and even to believe that we are born in the wrong body, forgetting that we are created in God's image. We also tend to ignore those that are unborn, thinking that they are only pieces of flesh to no avail, and in some cases thinking of the unborn as an inconvenience, forgetting that God himself knows us from our conception, from the book of Jeremiah, we hear the words of our Lord, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Is this not a declaration of the love of our God for each one of us? We also hear of violent acts such as the killing of people. Is this not a sign that we love ourselves too much before loving our God? As Jesus Christ came to show us, we become selfish people and we think that we deserve all regardless of the price. We forget the teachings of the apostles, and as Paul said in the first letter of Paul to the Thessalonians, and you became imitators of us and of the Lord. Paul said that himself. Silvanus and Timothy are imitators of our dear Lord Jesus Christ. So we also should be imitators of him. We also forget the teachings received in the book of Exodus. You shall not molest or oppress an alien. We, dear, we all, dear brothers and sisters, are aliens in this world. We are here a short time compared to the light that we can expect after we depart from this world. So our ultimate destination is not here in this current world, but we are destined for heaven at, at the Lord's side. This is why Jesus came to us to be an example of obedience, to teach us to love the Father first, and then love our brothers and sisters here in this world. He did not just tell us how to act and to love, but he himself became flesh and lived among us to teach us how we ought to live our lives and ultimately to show us that love also involves sacrifice as he walked the way of Calvary to die on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins so that all of us may obtain salvation through him. When we believe in ourselves and we believe that we can do it all by our own strength, we forget the word of Christ in the Gospel of John when he said, I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit because without me, you can do nothing. This failure to rely on the Lord and our forgetfulness to call, always call on him every day and in everything that we do 
is the main cause for our selfishness and also the cause of our lack of love for our brethren. Christ shows the way. He first prayed to the Father to receive the strength from him to do the will of the Father. He did this to show us what we have to do and to ask and at any time ask and that what we are to begin, whether it's a new job, helping others, prayer, life, faith, we ought to begin first with prayer, asking the Father for the strength necessary to remain faithful to the task, for patience to deal with others, for an increase in love toward him and toward our brethren. Only after doing this, we begin to be ready for the task ahead. We must pray for constancy and to be able to reject sin with the strength provided by the Father himself. The question now is how we ought to pray. We can begin first by offering our gratitude to God to thank him for what, to thank him and thank and Tell him how grateful you are for that day. Second, do an examination of conscience. We must remember all those times that we were not the best version of ourselves, the times that we failed to imitate our Lord Jesus Christ. Third, remembering those significant moments and discerning what God is trying to tell us through that moment. Fourth, Ask for peace. Ask God to forgive you for any offense against our, ourselves, against others, and against him. Ask him for lasting peace. Fifth, freedom. Speak to God in how is he inviting you to change your life. Asking him for the freedom to become a better version of yourself. Sixth. Pray to God for the well-being of other people, especially for that person that you believe that you should pray for that day. Ask for God's blessing and guidance for that person. Last but not least, do not forget that prayer that our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. End your prayer with the Lord's Prayer. After your, pray, after your prayer, if there is any offense that is grave, do not forget to bring it to the sacrament of reconciliation. It is through this sacrament that we, can, we are able to approach the seat of mercy, to receive the Lord's forgiveness through a priest that is acting in persona Christi. It is by means of this sacrament that we are reconciled with the Lord and receive forgiveness for our offenses. Remember that, only, that the only sin that the Lord will not forgive is that of which you do not ask for forgiveness. So regardless of the sin, we must bring this sin to the sacrament of reconciliation. And any sin that is not brought purposely to the sacrament of reconciliation makes the sacrament invalid. After all, how can we claim to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and mind? if we do not have any relationship with him. That is what our Lord shows us every time. First, love of God the Father, 
then love of our brothers and sisters. Through the love expressed between father and son came the strength to do the will of the father. And the will of the father was that the son died on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. At that same love on the third day resurrected the son so that he was the first to triumph over death and to show us the way by imitating him. In conclusion, we must first love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and mind before we can love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Only by loving God first do we obtain the strength to increase our love for others. We must see the Christ in others to love them as our Father loves us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.